Hey everybody, this is Fernando from the Rollback Podcast, and Eddie's an idiot. Uh, the movie that we're going to be reviewing today is not necessarily a movie, it's a documentary. It's a documentary about David Arquette. You Cannot Kill David Arquette is the documentary, and it is really fucking good. Uh, man, I, so folks, uh, y'all don't know this, we and Fernando are avid wrestling fans? Nah, I'd say I was a big wrestling fan as a kid, you kind of followed along when I got you into it. Yeah, you made me watch, well, I came over to watch WrestleMania 22, and ever since then... like Yeah, we uh, held you down, we called you a little bitch, and we made you watch wrestling. Yeah, man, Edge fucking speared Mick Foley through a flaming table, I was hooked, I was done, I was, I'm in. Yeah, and then you were into dudes with tights. It's cool, man. It's whatever. Yeah, man, no I one, still want to be one of those dudes in tights. Right? I want to have one match. I want to get the shit kicked out of me, but I want to have one match. Be honest. When you saw David Arquette taking those bumps, you were like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't do this. <laughs> no, I saw him taking those bumps, and, I, and my immediate thought was, you know what? If he can fucking do it, I know I can. I could survive one match. Dude, that'd be... Dude, be- dude gets stabbed in the fucking throat. That beginning of the fucking documentary was rough. Oh, man, dude. He was on... So many downers nice. and uppers well, and alcohol. Wait, so which part are you talking about exactly? The very beginning. I'm trying to remember, he was. That's when he was. That's when the he's, death dude. Match, right? He's no, like I'm just talking like his everyday life before he started doing oh, getting into wrestling. Oh yeah, yeah. The whole deal, like before he started getting into wrestling, like man, he is just. You could tell like he's not in a good place, dude. I felt bad for him, like a lot. Oh fuck like, yeah, when, dude. He was he was in a dark spot, like. He looks so unhappy. I will say this. He definitely upgraded from Courtney Cox to his new wife. <laughs> I mean, he went from Monica to... I, Dude, I, this new chick is way hotter than Courtney Cox. I, mostly because she's younger. Honestly, I didn't really notice. What? I was noticing the fucking story for David Arquette, man. I wasn't paying attention to his wife. Wow. Or Courtney Cox, for that matter. But yeah, like... Yeah, the whole beginning where like they're showing him, like, just... He's always... Drunk, or he's on some kind of medicine. He's always drugged up, man. The, the oh, the, dude, the ketamine, the scene, ketam, the ketamine dude, scene was rough. Dude, that was legit. That woke me up. Like I was just, I was just watching it. I are was you, just like, okay. Are you saying that you're gonna get off ketamine now, no. guys? I think we're in a breakthrough. No, you're not. No, you're not. I'm still taking my drugs as I fucking will, please. I hope your bosses hear this. Hey, I'm not, I ain't scared. Brian, Adrian, I ain't scared of either one of you two fucks. Eddie, we need you to come into the office. I need you to pit, piss in this cup. Oh, fuck you. They, you know, I actually got in a wreck once. I got hit from behind. They were supposed to drug test me. They never tested me. Hmm. Hey, who's to say about my, my uh, future employment with that company? Anyway, uh, that ketamine scene, dude, that shit. I, that was the most raw thing I think about this whole, about this whole documentary. Yeah, because he's just going nuts. And I was like, what's wrong? And then it's kind of understanding, like, he's dealing with all this emotional shit. I think they're using that to try to wean him off uh, whatever other drug he was on. or Like painkillers, antidepressants, or whatever. painkillers, antidepressants. And it's funny because they started describing, like, his past and that he was supposed to be... That he was in that uh, Vanity Fair or that Vogue cover. with, like, uh, Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio, DiCaprio, Johnny Depp, Will Smith... Fucking every young actor of the 90s. Who's currently like a big star right now. Yeah, who's currently a big star right now. He was in that cover. Mm-hmm. And then the dude got fucked. By, by Scream. By, no. Well, 
A little bit by scream, but mostly because Eric Bischoff decided to mm-hmm. give him the belt. Yeah, he did wrestling, and it was something that he had always wanted to do. Like he was always a huge wrestling fan. Yeah. So I mean, what kind of guy doesn't jump at that fact? No one gave uh, Carl Malone shit. No one gave Dennis Rodman shit for doing wrestling. Yeah, but they were more in control of their own careers. Yeah. Like, but he, him, he has to go audition. Yeah. And they're like, do we want the wrestling guy? Like, Plus, he got typecast as the doofus. Yeah. He was too good uh, in as playing the doofus in Scream and in Ready to Ready to Rumble. Yeah. Like what? Like what else can you do? It's like Tobey Maguire. He got typecast as Spider Man, and now what the fuck else can you do? And then when he went to that uh, backyard wrestling thing, and you just see the guys talking like, "Oh, we're gonna show him like what wrestling is." I'm like, "Oh, he's gonna take some. He's gonna take some shots. He's not taking bumps. Yeah. He's taking shots." Is that the one when him and the when the nasty boys like start getting each other's face? No, that one. That was when he was kicked out of a convention. Yeah, I, see, I was like, is this real or no? Is this, this is real. Shoot? No, but that's why it was like, is this fucking fake? Because the the thing about wrestling. Oh no! Yeah, is like oh come on, dude! Don't talk to me like I don't know wrestling lingo. I know no, what's a shoot and no, what's no no, no no no. I'm talking like to fans, oh, okay. like like people like that don't know the, the yeah. lingo as well. The thing is, it's like, I didn't know if they were faking it. Because this is something that I would you, believe You didn't know if it was a shoot. You thought it was... You thought it was a, a wrestling storyline. Yeah, because, like, they've done that before. Yeah. You know, oh, the two guys are getting to fist fight at the bar. You know, a month later, that Ring of Honor. Oh, happens. no, yeah. It wasn't. Like, it, they it just, was real. I think he was pretty drugged up, and he was probably, like... Annoying the shit Yeah, he was probably just annoying the shit out of him, and they got mad. Yeah. Uh, refreshing, though, at the very end, they kind of bump fists, like, all right, you're one of us, bitch. Yeah, oh, yeah. He really gained a lot of respect from a lot of people. but and Myself included. But, yeah. yeah that's later. At, at the moment, he goes to that backyard of some fucking random dude's house yeah where the ring is super shoddy like at one point it breaks yeah oh man dude what i don't get about these backyard wrestlers and a lot of those indie guys is that they love to use those uh those cylindrical light bulbs oh yeah yeah uh from what i understand it's because how easy they break yeah but the the thing is the fucking cuss you're gonna get yeah and i'm just like dude like don't get me wrong. Like, I loved back in the day wrestling. I loved, like, when people would get cut up or, like, they'd blade themselves over the, yeah. the forehead. Yeah. But, like, that's in a controlled environment where these dudes have, like, at least some semblance of what they're doing. Yeah. These are some idiots in the back of their houses. <laughs> you're holding back right there. I saw you're, like, you're trying to come up with a word that fits these dumb shits. Yeah. And, like,. And just seeing them do that, I was just like, well, one, it, it pissed me off because I'm like, dude, like, you're just being a dick. Like, the one dude that takes a real shot at Arquette, mm-hmm. like, he didn't kayfabe uh, Which one? the fat dude, the one that he ends up wrestling. Oh, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't take a, a work shot. The dude's taking shots. Yeah, the dude uh, that he wrestles, some fat dude that, like, just got out of prison. Yeah. Ugh. And, like, uh... Man, out of the gate, these guys were like, fuck this guy. He ruined WCW. So they hated him. Yeah. Like, they were really just planning on beating the shit out of him. Which they kind of did, though. Oh, no, they did. Like... They genuinely beat the fuck out of him. And you could tell some of them were like, all right, dude, like, enough. Like, like chill. Pull. Like, chill. Like... Yeah. 
And, man, David Arquette did not know what he was getting into when he got into that ring because they started breaking light bulbs on his back. Yeah. They, the, the guy was taking real shots at him. Like, yeah. he was taking legit, like, punches. Like, not not bullshit kayfabe shots. Like, he, he was... Close-fisted, like, full force. Yeah, like, he was taking real shots at him. Well, because the thing is, like, in wrestling, and again, not for you, but, like, for the people. David Arquette did not help himself walk into the ring with that dumbass magician's costume. Ah, shit, dude. So that shit was just hard to watch. The thing is, is like, um, it will, you, you try to protect, like, the thing is, when you're in wrestling, you're giving your body to the other person. Yeah. You know, and you trust, like, hey, I'm going to pull my shots, you need to pull yours, and we're going to try to take care of each other. Fucker didn't care, man. I want to say at this point, he was still a little fucked up. I think he was. It was obvious, though, by his demeanor, he still yeah. seemed fucked up. He seemed like he was still on drugs. I think, and it's tough, man, because... He was still going to those uh, conventions. Yeah. And you could tell, like, he just has that personality that he just wants people to like him. Yeah. Like, he doesn't want to be the butt of the joke. He wants people to respect him, which is fine. That's what everyone wants. Yeah. And it just sucks when, he, when no one does. So, like, he has to go through that long road of getting people to respect him. Yeah. And that beginning chapter mm-hmm. was a rough one. It, man. And the thing is, is like, you know, introducing that, that, I think that beginning chapter for most people, it will be interesting. I found it repetitive for me though. Cause like, we know the story, we know, you know, him winning that title was the worst thing to happen to mm. WCW. It didn't kill WCW. It was already dying. Was already yeah. Bleeding. WCW was dying. Already. It was already bleeding, but like, it was so repetitive to go through that. But then you get to see like his side of the story though. Cause we always hear like. The business yeah. part of it, and even Eric Bischoff admitted, like, no, that up. was that was my idea, yeah. like, and I fucked up, yeah. Um, but I we always talk shit about it, like the the wrestling fans. But I never took into account what's David's opinion of it. Like, is he just like, oh yeah, like that's the thing I did once? No, it fucking affected him. Well, I was listening to him on Theo Vaughn's podcast, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how it was kind of DDP that got him to. To keep running with it. Mm -hmm. Because they were doing promotion for Ready to Rumble. And he wanted to hang out with the guys. He wanted to do wrestling for a little bit. Like, he liked it. He was always a wrestling fan. And DDP was like, well, dude, if you hold on to the belt, you'll you'll be with us for like a month. Like, for like a a month, you'll get to come out on pay-per-view. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. So, it was kind of DDP that... Kind of like nudged him into it. Yeah, not in a bad way, but like he had good intentions. Like, yeah, hey, like you're bro, we like you. You want to be, you know, one of the guys. Fucking yeah. win the championship and hold on to it for a few weeks. And he was dating Monica at the time. He was dating Courtney Cox at the time. That was nuts. And it was, they even had that. They even showed the skit where she's like, "You're not a wrestler." Oh yeah. It's like ah, oh, this is the most Monday Night Raw shit I've ever seen. And then. So, yeah, then he goes into his long journey of learning how to wrestle. Really learning. And he went to Mexico, right, for, like, hardcore camp. Yeah, he went to, like, Mexico to learn not just wrestling. Like, Mexican wrestling is very well known for being a high flyer's paradise. So, like, the first move they're teaching him is a hurricanrana. And for people that don't know, you basically jump in the air, you grab your legs around the other person's head, and you spin around them and you flip them over. That's a hard move to learn for and anybody. And that's his first move. And at the time, he wasn't in shape. Yeah, no. Like, he was still, like, getting in shape. And yeah. props to him, because in the beginning of the documentary, he had that gut. Yeah, he dropped, he dropped the weight. He got pretty oh, fit, he, man. He got fit. Yeah. And... I imagine being getting the shit kicked out of you, like, 20 minutes a night will probably help that. I, well, I remember while I was watching the documentary, um, when we got to that part, 
I was just like, ah, oh, fuck, man, is he gonna get it, or like, are they gonna kick him out of the gym? Because at one point, the wrestler says, if he doesn't get this move, we have to kick him out of the gym. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, man, is he gonna get it, or is it just gonna go haywire? And when he actually got the move, yeah. it's a pretty impressive move for him to get. Because yeah. like, I don't think I can fucking do it. Fuck no. And for him to do it, I was like. All right, like that's good. And then there's that one scene where I didn't even know that that was a thing. The street, the street wrestler. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing either. I mean, we've been to Mexico plenty of times. There's people that wash their windshields and shit. I didn't know that there was people that will wrestle at stoplights. Yeah, <laughs> to get money from you. I yeah, I didn't know. That. I was like, dude, those guys are so fucking athletic and acrobatic. Like Jesus. The, the way they're running and jumping, like, I got exhausted just watching them. I was hoping um, they would give them a better mask. Yeah. Like, when uh, they finally give him a Luchador's mask. Yeah. I was like, man, you can't give him a better mask. <laughs> the one with his initials on it. Yeah. And it was pink. <laughs> I mean, they, they, that's that's a rib. They were probably just fucking with him. Oh, them. yeah. Like, I mean, you're one of the boys now. You're going to have to... And his buddy, who was a cop, like, went and joined him. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's true. Oh fucking! But you could tell like they were real good friends. Yeah, like like they had they were legit. Like there was a brotherhood there. Um, then you take him with him to the Super Bowl. I was like, ah, cool dude. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, so yeah, he goes and he finally has his first match in Mexico, mm-hmm. opposed to that bullshit backyard wrestling one. Yeah, like the match in Mexico. Like he actually does pretty good for a guy who's a beginner. Yeah. Um. And, like, the, they interview the fans and the stands, and they're like, oh, like, I'll fucking come back to watch that pink guy again. Yeah, because he can go. Yeah, like, he, he legitimately, like, put himself into it, and he started to learn how to wrestle. Yeah. And I remember I heard about this documentary, and I heard it was good, but I just kept putting it off that it was, because it, it was just always there. And I was like, oh, I'll watch it later, I'll watch it later. And my brother watched it, and he was like, you need to watch it, like, it's really good. Yeah. And... It, his family was a little weird. His fa- yeah, they were off. They weren't really that supportive. His wife was. His wife was really supportive. Yeah, but like his family was like, uh, like his sisters. Yeah, his sisters were a little odd. But I think it's because they had been burned by it in the past. Like they, no like, mention my- of uh, of the transgender sister. It no no. I, I didn't notice. I I didn't. I don't know his family. Yeah. Well, his. Uh, his transgender sister had died, I want to say this past decade, but yeah, no mention of her. I mean, maybe they just wanted to keep painful memories out. Probably. I'm sure that didn't help his, his drug addiction. If they were close, no. I mean, shit, that's going to drive you to some dark places. Yeah, because he has that one sister who's like a really good actress, like she's been nominated for shit. Really? Yeah, the one, she can't, the only one that I can ever like first out the gate pick her out of mm-hmm. is from Holes. She plays the the teacher. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's the, his sister. Oh, that's she weird. comes out in the documentary. No, I know. I just didn't recognize her from Holes. Yeah. Oh, oh. she got older. Yeah, fair. And uh, and then the other sister that was there, who I think came out and ready to rumble also. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're like they're a little weird. Well, the thing is though, is I imagine because he was or is or recovering addict yeah um I, he had to burn them at least once or twice probably you know like you you have your faith in like okay this is finally the time another relapse okay this is the time another relapse they, they i think they do a good job of showing him at his lowest but mm. also it makes it very like 
this is what he's really fucking dealing with. They, this, I, I thought this would be some degree of propaganda bullshit of like, look how much better he got. You thought he was just well, like what you had told me. You, you thought that he was gonna do one match. Yeah, you, me, you didn't know that he was like wrestling indie shows. Yeah, I had no idea. So he fuck he earned a lot of my respect. Like immediately when I saw, oh shit, he's going with a lot of different opponents, a lot of different mm-hmm. styles. He did his death match. He had this hardcore one. Like he did a lot of shit. I, I did like his first. Uh, I guess like the first one that they showed the U.S. show, the one that was like Holly, uh, Hollywood, RJ City or something like that. Yeah, the Hollywood wrestling yeah. Uh, promotion. Yeah, and. They're in the locker room and they're calling their shots and then they're showing the footage of them wrestling, doing the shots. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, well, I'll do this. You smack me in the face. You yeah. come off the top rope and then like... I break your back. You yeah. do this. We're going to and the he's finish. like, you super kick me in the face. Don't worry about it. My, my hand's going to be there. Just go straight for my chin. Yeah. And then... Yeah, you see them, like... And you see his family there. Yeah, and they're like, oh, shit, he can go! The one that I thought was going to be, like, completely against it was his teenage daughter, the one that he had with Courtney Cox. <laughs> yeah. I thought she was going to be like, oh, my dad's a wrestler. No, she was into it, No, man. she got into it. Yeah. She got into it. I was pleasantly surprised and happy. It was cool when, like, she's showing Courtney Cox the video. And Courtney's like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> she can't watch it. But, but no, um, I, I think, though, part of it was, like, she saw her dad, like... She she grew up with her dad. She's seen him low, mm-hmm. and to see him so happy and high and having fun, being like, "Oh, you know," I imagine that had to be like a like a positive thing. That's probably why she was so into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then okay, from that point, that's when they do that montage of his matches, and it, that's when I really like I that picked up for me, and that's when I began to like him because. Again, I thought it was one match, like, mm. oh, whatever, this is going to be just a bullshit thing, whatever, this is... They're blowing smoke up his ass. You mm. can't go David Arquette. But lo and behold, man, he has such a series of matches that are good. Mm. Because he's better than your average... He's better than your starter, you know? He's good. Yeah. He, he ain't Shawn Michaels, but, you know, fucking... No, and good. I mean, yeah, like, for what he had to work with, he did really good uh, wrestling in the Indies. Mm-hmm. And then it, le- it all leads up to that uh, 2018 mm-hmm. uh, moment. The death where, match? Yeah, the death match with, uh, what's his face? Gage? I just know his, uh, I think it's Nick Gage or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I haven't heard of him, but from what I was told, like, from hardcore wrestling fans, he's a huge uh, death match uh, is he the guy? one? Is he the one from uh, from Combat Zone Wrestling? Probably. He, it, it might be him because yeah, the light, the way he was using those light tubes. I mean, everyone uses it. But man, and, he was a dick though, and, man. And, and that's where I'm just like, dude, why are you using those light tubes? Like, people love. I get like they love them because the glass in them, it, it the way the way that it shatters, it's basically dust. Yeah. But like, there's yeah, there's that moment where like he's like grinding into his like forehead yeah and then i didn't see clearly how he got stabbed i me neither but the thing is when that shot was beginning and they weren't cutting at all i was like oh fuck something's gonna happen no and he got out of the ring he got out of the ring and but he honored that fucking trick yeah that was the most pro wrestler thing i'd ever seen because uh yeah he got out of the ring and he was like dude i got fucking stabbed in the neck and you don't know if he got stabbed in the artery. That's what I thought, though, man. Because yeah. when he holds his neck, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Like, did he... 
Like, like, did he injure himself or did he yeah. get like a real bad cut? And but I didn't realize how deep the cut was. Yeah, and it took him to the hospital. Oh, like, and then oh. he was on blood thinners because he had a, a heart attack. That's true. The, he had a heart condition. The, and, the year before, he had a heart attack, and his doctor right. was like, "Dude, if you bleed, like, there's a good chance like you'll bleed." And even internally, it could yeah. kill you. Um, yeah, his doctors were not happy. okay with <laughs> yeah. him going into wrestling. What well, the thing is, man, is like even the match itself. Like, why the fuck? A death match is hard when you have two pros at it. Yeah. You know, working together. And they're wearing shirts. Like, they're able to protect themselves to some degree. His opponent had a shirt on dude, yeah. to protect some skin. You know, he can take bumps or whatever. Fucking David Arquette wasn't wearing jack shit except for his tights. Dude, he even wrestled Jerry the King Lawler. Really? Yeah. Oh, they, shit. There was a... You didn't see that clip? I don't remember. Yeah, Jerry... Uh, Jerry uh, fucking pile drives him. Really? Yeah. Oh, Did fuck, you see I, the scream tights he was wearing? I saw I saw when he was holding the screen hat. I don't remember the He was wearing tights. scream tights. Oh, fuck. Like, it had ghost face on the side. I was like, it's pretty good <laughs> wrestling attire. <laughs> but, yeah, that... Oh, man, that death match. And then I didn't know that Luke Perry was driving the car that took him to the hospital. Dude, I didn't know they were best friends. Me either. But, uh, fucking... But, th- again, you're right. Oh, though, he, but, yeah, back to the match. So, yeah, he gets stabbed in the neck. He rolls out the ring. I think he heads, like, a little bit into the back. He, he's, ab- he's about to get to the back, but then he turns and, and he's like, fuck, I need to finish. And then, yeah, he goes back into the ring, does a move, takes and, a pin. and then takes a pin, and then they put a towel around his neck mm-hmm. to soak up the blood. Yeah, try to keep it, try to keep everything contained. Because, like, th- that's the thing about tradition. Like, it's scrolled on the soul of every wrestler, finish the match. Yeah. And he went from just having my respect to, like, dude, like, he's good. Like this is good, all of it. Yeah, he went, um, and then yeah, they drove him to the hospital. They took, they went to the emergency room door, which wasn't open. Like for they, some fucking reason, they had, they had to knock on it. Like they, hey, they shit. had to knock on the door, and then yeah, they go inside, and he goes through surgery. And I think between that moment where he got stabbed, and then from where it picks up again in the documentary, I think that's when Luke Perry dies. Yeah, and so he starts uh, kind of spiraling. Yeah, and then. Oh yeah, he bought his own ring. Dave, yeah, yeah. He yeah. bought his own ring to wrestle at his house and shit. Yeah. And his wife was like, "We own this." <laughs> she wasn't happy. No, yeah, they have a big backyard. They can handle it. I'm just wondering how he's making money if he's not like. Oh, dude! Uh, scream checks, man. They come in every That's, quarter. Hopefully, any of his movies, they come in. Those checks come are coming in every fucking quarter. And so yeah, he goes into a little bit of a spiral. I'm not sure if he starts drinking again. I think he might. I think he might have, but, like, he ends up, like, getting back into the wrestler's mode. Yeah. And um, he starts wrestling dudes that are in the industry today. Like, he he, starts wrestling, like, dudes that I think are in AEW. He wrestled Jungle Boy? Jungle Boy. Um, Uh, The dude that he was practicing with, that GoPro scene. Yeah. uh, I think that dude's in AEW, too. He is, but I can't remember. Is it Marco Stunt? Probably. I can't remember his name. No, but you're right. He does. Um, God, who the fuck else? I I recognize at least two people from uh, NXT. I can't remember their names. But anyway, fucking, uh, he goes back. He wrestles with real big names in the industry. He ends up having his big climactic match with Ken Anderson. At the convention that he got kicked out of. Yeah, well, a year later. Yeah. And he, right. got, he got invited to wrestle at the Legends of Wrestling mm-hmm. uh, event. Mm-hmm. Um, the big, This is the, the coup de grace of the documentary. Uh, the whole documentary talks about how Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth were 
two of his favorite things of wrestling. He loved seeing Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth. It was one of his favorite things. <laughs> and he finally gets to have his Randy Savage moment where his wife dresses in the red dress of Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. And she walks him down to the ring. <laughs> That's what, Did he have Randy Savage tights on? I don't remember. Uh, I don't I'm know if perfect. he was doing tights or if he was doing the, the Speedo. He did the, he did the elbow drop. I remember that. Yeah. I was like, ah, that's nice. Dude, Mr. Kennedy slash Anderson got a gut. I mean... Dude got big. You're not wrong, but also, like, I'm pretty sure he can still bust my ass. Oh, I'm pretty sure he could bust our ass, but hey, man, when he was in WWE TNA, he was not that thick. He wasn't, but also, he's getting older, man. This is like, what, fuck? That's like 15 years ago. Hey, man, if you're going to be that thick, you need to change your tights. You need to change into tights, <laughs> and you need to stop doing that shit. I mean, and you notice that in his face, things you can kind of see in his face. He never did the Green Bay Pledge or anything. Did you notice he wasn't doing the, the crazy, like, cardio like he normally does? Oh. Nah. No, and then, like, when when the documentary opens, that's who you see. You see Mr. Kennedy, yeah. and he's working out. He's like, fuck David Arquette. I think it's like, oh, God, that was cringy for me. I don't know about you, man. Like, what, ah. you don't like that spot? You don't like uh, him working out in a dark gym, yelling out, fuck David Arquette? Yes, because he's faking, like, trying to be strong. Like, when he lifts that fucking, those are 25-pound weights, but those are, like, those super thin ones that look like you're lifting a lot. Yeah. It's like, ah, shit, he's fucking throwing that around. I'm like, ah, bull. And then, so, at the event, Booker T's there. Yeah, doesn't he raise his arm at yeah, one point? Yeah, he raises his arm at the, at the end of the match. Yeah. And the whole, like, meaning of the documentary is that... I I want to say it was wrestling that got him clean? I think so. I think it's also a bit of a... You know how a lot of people gave CM Punk shit for going into MMA and, you know, he ended up losing? But twice. To, yeah, twice. But to his fucking credit, he wanted to try something and he did it. He got his ass whooped. Fucking right enough. I don't know. How about you? I just hate the narrative when they're like, at least you stepped into the octagon. How much did he get paid? Two mil? I'll step in there right fucking now. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, fucking, he got paid to do something that he always wanted to try. Oh, like, fucking, yeah. like, props to him. Like, to me, that's the narrative with David Arquette. It's like, you know what? He went out there and he did something he'd been dying to do most of his life. Who cannot get something positive from that? But I will give this to David Arquette. Mm-hmm. He actually took the time to learn how to do what he was supposed to do. CM Punk. Didn't he train I, for like six months or something for a fight? For you think that's fight? all you need to get in an MMA fight? What are you, Brock Lesnar? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Even then, Brock Lesnar had a history of uh, Olymp- Olympic-style wrestling. Like, yeah, so he, he, just... was, he was a college wrestler, and it's just like... You had to learn the ground and pound? He had to learn... All he had to do was learn how to punch and take a punch at that point. Yeah. Because he had a good uh, martial arts background. CM Punk did not. Mm. He was the guy who liked to dabble in some Brazilian jiu-jitsu every now and then. Yeah. Like, it was never, like, a serious thing for him. I mean, fucking UFC came calling. They knocked on his door. And the thing is, they sold him as CM Punk. Now, it's Philip Brooks. They put on the posters, CM Punk. Well, he owns a name, right? Yeah, he owns that's his name. probably why. That's why fucking we were talking about earlier about the performance wrestlers. Yeah, they own their names the second they get in. They've mm. been there's actually been a big thing backstage with WWE trying to own their real names. Mm. Like, eh, fuck them. And uh, so, I don't, you did you hear about this documentary beforehand? I had like heard about it in passing in like a list off what culture or something. They were like, hey, this is a pretty good movie to watch if you have the chance, but. 
I, I hadn't. And you came highly recommended from you. We're both wrestling fans. Mm. I, I was off yesterday, so I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to sit down and watch it. It's only 90 minutes. Damn. That was a good 90 minutes. I'm glad I saw it. Oh, yeah. Like, for an actor that you, you've you seen in movies, mm-hmm. you know, like, what type of actor he is. To see, like, him at his lowest, at arguably one of his lowest points in the very beginning, and to see him rise up and get clean and get in shape and start doing something that he loves. Yeah. Like... I thought it was a really good documentary, and uh, looking back, I was just like, how the fuck wasn't this nominated for something? Like, it was only nominated for, like, two things. Yeah, because it's wrestling. Yeah. And I'm like, that's such horseshit. Like, it's probably one of the best pieces of seeing someone that's at their fucking lowest and Mm -hmm. then seeing him rise from the ashes to the top. Well, you mentioned the movie The Way Back. One of the reasons why you love it is because it shows shows the journey of Ben Affleck coming back from, like, his addiction, his alcoholism and whatnot. I think this is basically the fucking the the documentary version of that story, yeah. you know, him coming back. Uh, have you seen the one with Jake the Snake Roberts? Uh, the DDP one? Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it. I heard it's good, though. It's really good, man. And it gives you a crazy look into into his psyche. Like, you don't realize all the shit about him. I wasn't a Jake the Snake Roberts fan. I really wasn't. The only documentary or somewhat of a documentary that I ever saw of Jake the Snake was Beyond the Mat. Where, and like, that's when show- he's at his low. Yeah, that's when they're showing and him at the Indies. Did, where, like, did I he think do, like, coke or meth or something? I think he was doing, yeah, I think he was doing crack. He was smoking, right? He was smoking yeah, he was doing drugs at yeah. the point. At that point in his life, he was hopped up on anything that he could get his hands on. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, like this one, I, I when I finished watching, I was like, man, this is really fucking good. I love the end credit scene where they're talking to Luke Perry's son, yeah. and he even had a match with him in the Indies. Yeah. Um, and he dedicated the movie to Luke Perry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even pick up that it was Luke Perry that was driving him to the hospital until they pointed it out at the end. Yeah, me neither. I was I just know. like, oh shit, Luke Perry drove him to the hospital? Yeah, and he was there, dude, and he was helping him hold the blood, and he was like, no, man, my friend's going to die. I didn't. I had no idea how close they were. Mm-hmm. You know, and the way his wife says, you know, they were childhood friends, and David Arquette took it fucking hard. And I, I don't blame him, man. Like, you're at that age... Hey, props to his wife. People. She was strong, man. She fucking put up with a lot of shit. Uh, a lot of sh- A lot of stuff I'm surprised that made into the documentary. Like, when we went to the strip club. Oh, yeah. The strip club scene. The ketamine scene. Like, she's there standing watching him, like, high off his ass on ketamine. Yeah. Like, I was genuinely surprised, A, that he was remarried. Mm-hmm. And B, he upgraded from Courtney Cox. And she stuck around. And she stuck around. Like, yeah, props to her, man. I think they show a little behind the scenes of Scream 5. Maybe. In, I, in that end credit scene. Do they? Yeah, because he's on a set. Mm-hmm. Like, when he... I guess because they're showing him, like, the finished documentary. Yeah. And, like, he's on a set. You can clearly tell he's on a set. And he's wearing a New York State Police mm-hmm. uniform. So you think it's on the... It's I on think the... he's on the set of Scream 5. Did he die in Scream 4? I never No, he hasn't died. Oh, okay, fuck. And he's coming back for Scream 5, so, like, the only logical thing that I could think of was that that's probably the set of Scream 5. I wonder if... Oh, this documentary... When was it released? Late last year or early this year? I want to say 2019. That long ago? Yeah. Fuck, he should have gotten more attention by now. 
Mm-hmm. It sucks that it didn't come out last year mm-hmm. because, I mean, there's not many... Nothing came out last year. Yeah, like, if if there's an Oscars, mm-hmm. I think there is because they, they're doing the Golden Globes, right? Yeah, they are. And it's kind of like all trash movies. Yeah, it's not the best of the best. This is not a high... If you win an Oscar this year, there's an asterisk next year. Nate. Yeah, everyone's got to look at you like, you won, but... <laughs> did you really did win? Did you win? <laughs> Like, if it came out last year, I think it probably would have made it into the... Nominations, at least. Nominations. Because it was a really good fucking documentary. Like, granted, it's no Icarus where, like, the dude just broke the fucking Russian doping, doping scandal. Yeah. But, like, it's a good, like, redemption story. And it's something I think anyone can get behind, though. That's a, that's another thing. Again, you don't have to be a wrestling fan to enjoy this documentary. Yeah. You can watch this, like, not giving a single fuck about wrestling, and you're still invested. And mm-hmm. that's fucking props to them. The editing in this movie was pretty fucking good in this documentary. Mm-hmm. It, they presented everything in such a way that anyone can enjoy it. And, and that's hard. His ultimate goal, I mean, for the documentary and just his whole run in the indies was he wanted the hardcore fans to not hate him anymore. Yeah. And I think it's fair to say he achieved that goal. I don't I don't know how you can be a wrestling fan and still hate him. Nah, unless unless yeah. you're Jim Cornette. Fuck you. Yeah, Jim Cornette hates everybody though. Yeah. Oh man. But uh I yeah, I'd say we it's a pretty good rap for the for You Cannot Kill David Arquette. And I thought that was a fake song. I didn't know that was the actual like wrestling theme song. <laughs> oh yeah, I thought it was fake too for the for the documentary. For the like, documentary but I, like, I guess this is, not, this is snappy. I like this. Go I guess on. he paid a a band to make him a song. I mean, I'm sure. Like, yeah, five hundred bucks, make or sing this. There you go. But yeah, what uh, what other movies coming out this Saturday that you all are reviewing? Uh your name with Chema. It's his favorite film of the past ten years. So your name. It's a Japanese movie. Oh, it, it's an anime movie. Ah. Um. Uh, yeah, that's his favorite film of the last 10 years, so no pressure on that one. Um, what else? Possibly, uh, have you seen the Netflix movie, uh, The Vanished? I heard it was bad. It's not good. Yeah. Me and Nick are going to review that. Uh, She's She has some thoughts, some fucking notes. Yeah, I, I heard bad things. Yeah, no. Also, watch the No Escape Room. It's really terrible also. It looked like it. I was going to give it a shot, but... It's not. It's great background noise at best. Damn it. <laughs> Hey, you can still fucking watch it, man. Mm. But yeah, that's it, everybody. This is the rollback? Uh, Fuck it. Yeah, this is going to be a rollback one. I'll give you this one. Daddy always takes care of his bottom bitch. I swear to fucking God, I will kill you. (laughs) No, what's called? No, fuck it. No, your bitch ass didn't submit a Wednesday Rewind this week. So this is a Wednesday Rewind on Saturday. We're taking over Saturdays. That's what we're doing here. Go fuck yourself. I would never allow it. All right, everybody. This is the end of the podcast. You, who are you? My name is Eddie. Some bitch. This is Fernando. This is the rollback, and this was your Wednesday rewind on a Saturday. Like and subscribe. Yeah, like and subscribe us wherever the fuck our link tree takes takes you to. Uh, do, che- does this still work? I don't know. I haven't checked it. Yeah, it still works. <laughs> uh, <laughs> check out our written reviews. They're sparse, but we have a bunch of them on the website, rollback.net. That's it. Cut it.